Welcome to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of Asian Americans in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Ava. I'm Sophie. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. So recently, we just finished our very first semester of high school, and it was completely online. Um, so with this sort of landmark, I thought we would all reflect and go over the ups and downs of online learning. So how do you guys all like feel about this past semester? Like favorite classes? Like how do you guys think it went? I absolutely love it. I'm thriving. <laughs> I'm the best I've ever been. Um, I think it was like a pretty big transition from doing like in person to completely online. And I think it's been like almost a year. So I'm like super used to it. And I've created like a routine. And I think it's actually going to be like harder for me to go back in school because I'm like so used to online. Same. I'm so used to like getting up 30 minutes before class and I just like <laughs> I wake up like five minutes before class, but anyway. same. <laughs> yeah, okay. I wake up at like eight and then I stay in bed for like 20 minutes and then I get out and go to class and it's just so easy because I can like eat during class and nobody will know and I can like relax and I don't have to change and get ready or anything because like I never get ready to like for online school like I never change <laughs> I just like stay in the same clothes all day and it's really nice yeah, what do you I think, think it's definitely easier than um in person because I don't know oh yeah I went to the doctor like a couple weeks ago and I, she was like oh how's online school and I was like oh it's nice because I get to sleep in and whatever and she was like, yeah, we've noticed a bunch of people have gotten new growth spurts because they're getting enough sleep finally. So I thought that was Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've wow. been noticing that with me too. Like, I was really? getting really hungry all the time. My mom's like, you're probably going to hit a growth spurt. And I was like, what? Like, Not it's about love. time. <laughs> I feel like I've slept it's less time. than regular because I feel like before I used to, like, sleep so much more because I knew I would actually have to get up early. But now, like, I go to bed super late and wake up like super late. So, Same like know. like for me, I'm just like not as tired if that makes sense. When I used to were when we used to like, go to school in person, like I would go to school in the morning, I'd be super tired, then I'd go to golf and then I'd do this and that, and then when I got home, like I would just immediately shower and go to bed. But now I sleep at like <laughs> 2 in the morning. And Grace. I think my sleep schedule is a little <laughs> off, but I'm still thriving. Like, I'm still the best I've ever been, regardless of my s- terrible sleep schedule. Same, same. Like, um, since I'm, like, an athlete, right? So, like, I would go to school for six hours or whatever, and then I would have practice that goes until, like, 9.30. And then, like, I would have to go home finish all my homework shower and like go to sleep and it was it was really tiring and nowadays like the days are more relaxing because I have way more time to complete my homework and go to like my practices and stuff and like overall I think it's way better than in person am I allowed to say that there's like so much more flexibility because like you can just do whatever (laughs) like during passing period we can like call and plan stuff I can like practice hard for like 15 minutes each passing period which is yeah, there's a lot more freedom, I think, and I really like that. Yeah, so- yeah, like, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, yeah, Sophie, like, you were saying about volleyball, like, with my volleyball schedule now, since um, 
I'm playing pretty far away now and my practices are two and a half hours and it's like an hour <gasps> drive time. What? The yeah, wow. So, like, I- yeah, yours end up the same time as mine, except my place is located closer. And so <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> but um, I think this is really a good time for me to have this like, r- like almost five hour round trip for volleyball. I think because we have all this free time during school. So like if there's a class and it's just like stuff that's like it's just a work period then I can use that time to get a ton of work done, you know, I feel like online school is just easier for us since I mean, we're high schoolers, even though we don't like feel like it. We are technically high schoolers now. But like for my sister, um, she's in fifth grade and she's obviously mature enough to like sit through you know, six or seven hours of class, and she's mature enough to, like, actually turn her camera on and pay attention. She's actually more mature than me, if um, we're speaking, but I think some of her friends are having a hard time because, like, for elementary schoolers or just little kids in general, it's just harder to focus, and also, like, watching the screen or looking at the screen for a very long period of time is not good so even though like we might be like hitting growth spurts and stuff I'm like kind of concerned that it's like unhealthy for little kids yeah. I feel like my eyesight has gotten so much worse from online school like oh me too yeah my eyesight to already sucked <laughs> so like <laughs> I'm like ahead of everyone in that area You're and, ahead. <laughs> like okay back problems too my back oh my hurts God. a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much, and it's so much worse. Yeah, same. Actually, like, I was going to show you guys this before we were recording, but I literally bought a machine for my back, <laughs> like a full-on workout machine. It's like, I think it's called, like, an inversion table or, like, oh! something like that. Yeah, but I literally those. bought that. I don't, I kind of regret it, but I bought that because I've been having, like, back problems and neck problems and I've never really had those before yeah my mom bought like this weird posture corrector but I don't really use it but I probably should like you know when people go behind you and like like straighten out your back (laughs) yeah yeah my mom does that all the time I need to start doing that like to myself because like I always complain I'm like ah my back and my neck and then I realize it's because I'm like my back is like a C whenever I do class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the letter C, yeah. Do you guys have, like, a good um, online school setup? Like, I, some of our classmates, they have, like, several monitors, and they have, like, this super cool setup. And I just, I do school in my bed, so. Um, um, I just have a desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just have a desk with, like, all my stuff, and that's pretty much it. I didn't have a desk until, like, this year in my room. So now I have a desk, and it's totally crowded. But you know what? That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I have, like, this really old desk that was, like, passed down from, like, my dad's grandpa or something. Oh, And it does the job. It's a little creepy. Multi-generational. Multi-generational desk. (laughs) It's kind of vintage, but, I mean, it, it does the job, you know. And I only got a laptop, like, super recently because we were, like, or because it was just really hard for me but like all of the times I've done online school until like a month ago I've been using just my iPad and that was also pretty hard like uh because it's such a small screen so I can't like multitask while I'm on it you know Mm -hmm. and like 
there's a bunch of programs that we use that's like some of them don't work on iPad. So that's like a downside of online schools that like some people are put at a disadvantage because of like the electronics that they have. So that was like, that was a big thing when we first started doing online school. Yeah, like for me, my dad was actually considering buying us like IMAX. I'm pretty sure that's like what they're called, like the huge oh, my Apple God. like de- desktop oh, things. Oh yeah, I yeah. have. But mine is like ten years old. I was just like, I was just like, well, thanks, Dad, for offering. Like that's great and all, but like as of now, I'm trying to do, like, less online stuff. Even though we're in online school, I try to take notes with just a paper and a pencil, and if we have the option between paper copies and online copies, I'll try to choose paper copies, because I'm just, like, trying to get away from the screen more. Yeah, I get that. I feel like, even though there's all these, like, upsides of online school, I feel like it's also been sort of detrimental for like the long run academics because I'm so much like less focused in online school like I don't know if you guys feel the same yeah seriously like I had so much trouble with chemistry this this past semester it was so hard for me and I the online materials I just don't think it provided the same education like all of the concepts I know are really like what's the word like not solid like most of the stuff I know is from my dad because he's a biochem major but like yeah. the online, um, the online stuff just didn't work for me at all. And if we had more time, like in school person, in person school, like when you get an hour with your teachers every day, then he could like teach us the material. But we didn't get that opportunity because we only get like such a short amount of time and we have limited resources. So I definitely think it affected my education a lot. Like. It helped my mental health, but then, like, my education, you know? Yeah, Sophie, I think the um, physical sciences are being impacted a ton because I was in your chemistry class, and we had to do these, like, online labs. And yeah. I think, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What? So, it, I think if we were in person, that would be so much better. But I think for s- some of the classes, I think it's fine as it is online. But for, like, the physical sciences, I think that's definitely, that needs to be an in-person type of thing. Yeah, for, like, physics, all of our labs were, like, with FET simulations. I don't know, was that the same with you, Grace? Yeah, we had to go into, like, um, it was all online. Yeah, I feel like I would have learned so much better if we were in person and, like, actually retained the knowledge. Because I feel like I just, none of the information really stuck, especially since it's so much harder to focus because there's so many distractions around you being like, and there's less of that like sort of peer pressure to sort of focus. I know it's not really peer pressure, but like sort of that, I don't know how to phrase it. Like the environmental. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, I mean, I place like a lot of importance on school. I know, like, all my close friends know that I'm always, like, work smarter, not harder, and I'm always kind of slacking a little bit, but I just, I'm not, I'm not too concerned um, about the fact that, like, I'm not retaining as well as I would if I were to go in person, because as of right now, the only classes that I'm super passionate about are, like, radio and a couple other classes, and I don't think it's that, 
like important for me to be like super focused because um my career my career like it's not decided yet and I'm taking basic classes so I think I'm like more concerned for some of my friends who are like med students and some people who are like um going into nursing school and stuff like that because those are like the topics that you really need to be like 100% focusing on. Yeah, I think of any of the high school years for this to happen, we lucked out to be freshmen cuz you know, mm-hmm. if we were juniors we'd be taking all these assessments. If we were seniors, like you know, it'd be our senior year or whatever. So I think we're really lucky that we are in such a like we're less impacted by this. Yeah, I can't imagine what it's like for like the older kids, like the really older kids, like juniors and seniors who are like worried about college and stuff. And then the younger kids, like I have a younger cousin and she has ADHD. So like you can imagine it's going to be really hard for her to focus online. And it was for a while. And then she got to go back in person, thankfully. But I can't like I can't stop thinking about what it's like for the kids who are like trying to learn the alphabet or something. Oh, and yeah, trying to learn social so skills. Yeah, like, how do you learn social skills over Zoom is what I'm wondering. So like Lauren said, like, we definitely got really lucky because we're not too old that like, this is our last chance to experience high school. But we're not too young. um, And we can actually like, sit through class and just endure it. So I think we definitely got lucky. um, And yeah, I think it's worked out for a lot of us. There are definitely a lot of cons, but, like, for the most part, like, we're doing pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's also, you kind of miss that, like, co- like classroom dynamic and connection with, like, teachers and peers. But, yeah, overall, I think it's pretty fine. Oh, yeah. Like, um, my physics teacher last semester, her name is Miss Nielsen. So if Miss Nielsen is listening to this... I love you. She was such an amazing teacher. I don't think I've ever had a science teacher who was that like passionate about science and she made learning fun. And even though that's like cheesy, I've never really had a teacher who like genuinely was made me curious about the subject. And my close friends know that science is one of my worst subjects. And it actually became one of my best subjects this semester because the teacher was just so amazing. And part of me is like, wow, I'm so lucky that I had such an amazing teacher for my first year of high school and like my first semester of online school for high school. But like another part of me, it's like, is feeling bittersweet because I wish I could have had her in person. Yeah, I think a bunch of online school and, like, determining whether we succeed or fail is based on the teachers, because I've had some teachers where they're, like, genuinely nice people, but when you are trying to learn things, it doesn't work out, you know, because I think for a bunch of teachers, like, for physical sciences, like you were saying, a ton of it is dependent on um, being hands-on, and when that's taken away and you're just given some online textbook, it's really difficult and the online textbook is supposed to have all the answers, you know, so it's really odd. I think having a teacher who is really involved is definitely really helpful for students. Yeah, I think also more time would be helpful, especially with science, because like I talk about this all the time, but science was so hard for me. And like, I wanted, like, I asked a couple questions, but like, we just didn't have enough time 
for me to ask about everything I was really confused on. And like that really affected my learning because now I'm like unsure <laughs> whether I actually understand it or not. Because like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And then sometimes the online programs have like a glitch. So you'll get the right answer, but then it'll say it's wrong. Because like, you know, sometimes like technology makes mistakes and whatever, but that just like, that affects you a lot because after you're spending so many hours and like you feel like you got the concept and then you get something wrong, you're like, well, I guess I'm doomed. So that's like a big part of online school. I can't imagine how it's like for like the teachers because I feel like there's not like no one turns on their camera for my classes. I don't know about you guys, but like it's not really one or two kids. And I feel like that's kind of discouraging for them. Like, What do you guys think? Yeah, a lot of my teachers are constantly like, hey guys, like, I want to see your faces, like, I want to get to know you, and part of me is like, wow, like, I should turn my camera on and, like, actually engage with this teacher who's, like, super nice, but another part of me is just, I'm, like, a teenager, and I'm lazy, and I'm insecure, and I just don't want to do it, so, like, I'm also, like, torn between, um, like actually trying to engage and like help out the teacher but like also online school is really comfortable so there's that too yeah I definitely empathize with both sides because I know like when I first started doing online school back in eighth grade I was so insecure whenever I turned on the camera like for some reason I just felt like everyone was gonna look at me or something and it was like really scary but I got used to it and like I don't really care anymore. Like nobody really cares, but um, there's a, there's like sometimes where I'm like sitting in a comfortable position. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to turn on my camera because then I'm going to be uncomfortable because like I always have to worry like because I don't want to embarrass myself in front of the whole class or something. Um, but like there's this one class I was in English and I remember I always like turned on my camera and I always participated and spoke a lot because like I really liked the teacher. And then at the end of uh, like either a quarter semester, can't remember which one, but she emailed me and was like, I'm, I'm happy that you participated in my class and stuff. I was glad to have you as a student. And it like, it made me really happy. And then I felt bad because like, I don't do that in all of my classes because I get exhausted after like trying to make sure I look okay in front of the camera, even though like realistically, everyone's just worried about themselves. So nobody's like actually looking at you on the screen but it's still kind of scary sometimes. So I like, I understand that the teachers want to get to know us, but I also understand that students could feel uncomfortable. So it's like, it's hard to choose. As much as I sympathize with the teachers who are, you know, working extremely hard and I have so much respect for them, I can't help but like defend the students who don't turn on their cameras. I mean, I have some friends who, are having situations at home where they don't want to turn on their camera and I don't know it it almost feels like an invasion of privacy even though it really isn't it does feel like that and I really I I really understand why like people don't want to turn on their cameras but yeah I guess it would help out the teacher to you know turn on your camera and really engage and you know focus this is kind of similar, but can we talk about breakout rooms? Oh, no, 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 no. I just got chills. Not breakout <laughs> so, rooms. 
Oh my god. It's always so awkward when like you're supposed to be doing something, so you unmute and like say something, but no one says anything back and it's yeah. so bad. Or, that like, always when, happens. When you're supposed to be doing this group thing and nobody's participating and you're just carrying Oh my god. Oh my god. Mm, Don't even get yeah. us started. <laughs> Don't get us started on that one. But you got me started, so I guess <laughs> I guess I have to say something. But it's yeah, I try to be friendly. Like I get in there and I'm like, okay. It's so awkward at first, but I'll just be the first one to talk. So hopefully other people will, other people will talk too. And then sometimes they don't. And I'm like, guys, what should we do for this like project? You guys want to do this prompt? And nobody answers. And I'm like, okay, I'll just do it then. For me, it's like a 50-50. It's either like I'm paired with people where I'm like, I know they're going to talk. I know they're going to be the leader. They're going to lead us through it. Like they're going to carry us. So um one of our friends, he always turns on his camera and he's always like super proactive. He's definitely like the leader type. So whenever I'm in a group with him, I'm like, okay, thank you so much. Like you're going to save us. And that also makes me like want to participate. And then there's the other times when like um, nobody's talking and like you kind of want to say something, but you don't want to be like awkward and it's just and nobody says anything and then you don't get the project done so you have to do it on your own and then everybody gets credit for it and it's really like a 50 50 it's either like you're gonna do really well or everybody's gonna fail you know how like back when we were in person you would get in a group project and be like oh i hope i'm with whoever like now when we're doing breakout rooms i'm like please like but back then i was like didn't really care because like you know you're in person like you're forced but now i'm like please let me be with someone who actually works because there have been Mm -hmm. so many times there's so many people who are like will be in breakout rooms and they say absolutely nothing and i'll be like okay so here's like the problem or whatever and then, it'll, like, you'll be the only one talking. You'll be like, okay, so if anyone's finished, you want to compare answers? And nobody says anything. <sighs> it's Basically, so awkward. Yeah. It, it oh, just really, really is. Okay. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like teachers, like, think it's good. Because, you know, um, Grace, you know our English teacher. She said that it would be better to be in breakout rooms to do our presentations. Or, like, all of you guys, like, for the English mm-hmm. project, you know? But I feel like that was so much worse because you, like, I don't know. The teacher wasn't there to, like, lead us, and we were just kind of stuck. Yeah, Yeah, I think a lot of the teachers want us to, you know, figure things out on our own because that's what high school is about. But I think especially in times like this, we need uh, teachers to step forward and give us clear instructions um, because if they don't, we're just not going to do anything, which is sort of, like, the sad reality of online school. Mm-hmm. I remember like a couple days ago in physics class, we went into breakout rooms and I was like, oh my God, please be with blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't. And I was like, okay, it's okay. But we had to do this um, thing where we had to go through like a simulation together and solve problems together. And so I was like, oh, okay, does anybody want to share? And then like, we were in groups of six and only one other girl was talking. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And we were really enthusiastic and we were like getting the problems right. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. <laughs> Because I'd like, I want other people to join in and be like, oh, that's fun. I'll <laughs> that's talk to so you, I guess. That's so funny. Aww. Yeah. And then we had to exchange emails for some reason. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, guys, send your emails in the chat. Nobody sent them. <laughs> it oh was my me gosh. and the other girl. 
And I was like, okay, I'll send out a test email. (laughs) Shout out to that other girl, though. Yeah, she's a real one. I've been in breakout rooms with her. She's really nice. So, like, I knew she was going to help me. But, like, nobody else out of a group of six. So, that's, like, uh, (laughs) one-third. That math. Yeah, so recently I went on this, like, volunteer trip with one of my friends. And we were doing our classes outside, masked up. And she was in her class, and I was watching her because I wasn't paying attention to my class, obviously. And she was in this breakout room, and she was sort of, like, the leader. She was telling people what to do. She was like, okay, I'll do this part. Does anybody want to do this? And she was, like, leading her group through it. And there was this one girl who wasn't doing anything. And she was, like, lying about it. She was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Sorry, my, like, dock isn't loading. I don't know if you guys can see it, but, like, you know, it's just my Wi-Fi is really bad. Sorry. But, like, I'm still doing it. And by the end of the class, when they were supposed to turn it in, that girl still hadn't done anything. And instead of my friend being like, well, you said you were going to do it, so everybody's going to get credit except for you. You really don't have an excuse. We all know your Wi-Fi works. Just please do it. And I thought she was just going to call her out, but instead my friend just did her work for her. And Mm. that kind of, I mean, it's none of my business, and I obviously didn't interfere, but that kind of made me sad almost. Like, so many kids are getting away with not doing work, and their classmates who actually care have to do the work for them. So, like, um, the other day, Lauren and I were in our French class, and our teacher was talking about how, like, for this unit, we were going to do this really cool thing. And she was like, like a show of hands, who is not going to be going back to school? And Lauren and I, and like this one other kid, were the only ones that raised our hands. So everybody else is going back. And Lauren and I were just sitting there like, uh. And (laughs) I personally, like, I know I'm not going back, but I'm just kind of iffy about it. Like, Lauren, are you, like, for sure not going back? Yeah, I'm for sure not going back. Well, I mean, I'll probably go back next year, but this year, definitely, I don't think I am. Oh, yeah. So, for clarity, our school district is, like, planning to go back in about March, I think, and into, like, mm-hmm. hybrid learning, where, like, half the class is online and half the class is in person, like, alternating days. So, like, yeah, just to clarify, um, I kind of want to go back, but I know it's, like, probably not going to be the most safe decision if that makes sense so my brother he goes to a private school and he's in person right now and you know he's in elementary so obviously all the kids aren't gonna like abide by the rules so like you know you think about our school he goes to a private school you know so they have money for days but at our public school you know you gotta think also like you know like there was all these tiktoks about this but it's like if i see one popular girl being like ah give me back my mask i am leaving i am pulling the fire alarm (laughs) me too because you know they're all gonna be like that like you can like pinpoint them you know Mm -hmm. yeah i already know which ones you're talking about yeah so and i think especially since our school doesn't have the money as much as they're gonna be like oh let's keep the windows down we're sanitizing and everything and we're replacing all of this are they going to in reality you know that's the question like as much as i want to be like oh i believe in our school district whatever you have like i saw this thing it's like school public school like schools can't even control lice but and they're expecting to control covid you know so i think this isn't me like hating on mercer on school district it's just me being real you know because it's hard 
in reality, like, no matter how much money you have, this is a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, and, like, there's a reason why it became a worldwide pandemic. And I was talking about this because, like, I always talk about how much, like, oh, I love online school. I never want to go back. It's not just that I love it so much that I, like, don't want to go back. <laughs> like, I just – I'm a, I'm also scared because, I mean, you guys – my close friends know this, but I'm, like, a huge germaphobe. And I've always been that way for, like, a long time. So even when we – like, before the pandemic, I was always very conscious. Like, I was always sanitizing stuff and washing my hands and, like, everything like that. And so when COVID hit, I, like, kind of went crazy. <laughs> like, we were watching a video about it before school got shut down. We watched – um a video and it was talking about how the virus spreads and it was like yeah so the air like water droplets don't spread those and then the kid next to me sneezed on me after that and I was like oh my god are you <laughs> stupid <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's why I'm like I don't trust my crusty classmates to keep me safe like, it's not my fault that they choose to sneeze on me like, I'm it's trying my best here. Being crusty, though. Yeah, because, like, if it's, like, because I go to in-person sports, obviously in pods with masks, but, like, we share a common interest, and we want to be there, so I trust them that, like, they're going to keep themselves safe. Since we all missed playing the sport, we're taking precautions, and we're, like, I know that they're keeping everything safe, or else things would get shut down again, so. But I feel like going back to, like, public school is a way different thing since I don't know where anybody's been like I'm not in contact with like any of them and like previously we've seen on Instagram a couple people like getting together in large gatherings no masks and like you can tell they're like oh guys if we get the virus we're not gonna die and I'm like oh my god it's not about you like do you know who you could be spreading this to Because there's, like, some of us have high-risk family members and friends and stuff. So if we go to school and they give us the virus because they're being ignorant for, like, their own selfish reasons, we're going to take it back and give it to the high-risk people. So it affects everyone. Like, this pandemic isn't just about you. Why can't people understand that is my question. For me personally, like, during this pandemic, I've experienced a lot. But mostly I've been super grateful for everything. I have food on the table. My parents are able to work from home. I own technology and I'm able to go to online school and so many other things. Um, But to be honest, the state we live in is probably like, it's not safe here and it's not safe enough to go back to school. I'm pretty sure um, the state we live in, Washington, was actually the location of the first like reported the united states yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and our cases are only going up and the city we specifically live in is not a city i guess it's a little smaller but it's sort of a closed private community and um it's very it's very privileged because we live in sort of like a big version of a gated community we don't see people who are actually um struggling with covid if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. i recently Mm -hmm. went to seattle and in some parts of seattle it's there are so many people who don't have shelter and seeing that made me realize like wow i'm very privileged to be like safe inside a house yeah i think that's definitely something we take for granted because like you're saying where we live it's like a giant gated community we are so so privileged and 
yeah like as much as we are being like oh this sucks like we could have it so much worse and I think often in our podcast and just in life we take things for granted and we like since me Sophie and Ava have lived here like most of our lives you know we haven't really been able to get out and see the world like beyond like vacationing and everything and when I say that it seems so stuck up but that's how our little town well it's like a big town a little city is is people are so privileged people are taking so many things for granted and I think I really liked how you highlighted that grace because with like beyond COVID we need to recognize our privilege and I did get very off track with that but I think it all does connect in that when people in our little city are getting infected with COVID, they're able to get treatment and they're able to afford that. Yeah, like everyone was saying, people here are really privileged. Just obviously, like, we are so lucky to have, like, um, access to online school and electricity and Wi-Fi. And it really sucks to see people here really take advantage of that privilege and kind of, like, I don't know, like, be super selfish about it. Like, like I was saying earlier, people getting together and having large parties, like they know if they get the virus, they're going to be able to receive treatment and they're going to like, they're going to be okay. But not every, everyone has that like experience. And this is kind of an example, but like both of my parents are healthcare workers. So they like, if I get it, if I get COVID, they're not going to be able to go to work. And then like, where's the source of income? And that's like, that's not that's like not anything compared to what other people are experiencing like people are losing their jobs and then their homes and it's all it's because some people don't take the pandemic seriously because they know that they are privileged enough to be able to get better afterwards and they can receive health care and stuff and it's so annoying because they're only thinking about themselves and they're like oh but like I want to have a party no no you don't you don't want that. It's so dangerous. It's so selfish. And it like really makes my blood boil because I'm like, people are losing their jobs. There are people dying. And you're over here being selfish. Like, I don't know, having like a boat party or whatever. Like, it's really not about you. Like, why don't people think about everyone else? Like, if people in the U.S., like took this seriously I was thinking like so many more lives could have been saved and there would be more space in hospitals and like this pandemic wouldn't have had such a huge effect if people listened to science maybe and it makes me so upset and I don't know if like people know that that's how COVID works like I don't know if they only think that they are the only ones affected or something but like honestly people need to get a hold of themselves and just like take responsibility like you can facetime your friends like you don't need to put other people at risk you know yeah a lot of people i feel in this community sort of forget that people are struggling i feel like we're in a very like enclosed like sort of a bubble in this city and i feel like we really have to just get over that and realize that people are really having tough times right now and partying is not the way to go like It's just so, the privileges are so real. This is sort of a personal thing, but my dad and I were just talking about how different things would have been for us if we still lived in our apartment. So (laughs) 
I, I'm like laughing and like also tearing up at the same time while thinking about this. But um, I used to live in Oregon and we used to live in a house, but it was a small house. So technically it, it felt like an apartment because there were only two bedrooms and my sister and my mom and I all shared one room and my grandpa and my grandma shared one room and my dad lived, uh, slept in the living room. And when I think about that, I think about, like, I could have definitely had it worse. Like, my grandparents were there for maybe, like, six months. They don't live with us. But, like, just thinking about how difficult that was, I can't even imagine what it would have been like if we were literally quarantined inside that tiny house. And now I'm living in – I have my own room now, which is another thing because this is the first time in probably – 10 years since I've had my own room and I actually have (laughs) two rooms we have like an exercise room we have my sister has her own room my mom has her own office like we have so much space now and we're just so grateful for the fact that we were able to just live here and like I'm, I'm literally tearing up right now because I just feel very grateful grace thing like you know what, if you want me to, then I can cut this out later, but I'm really grateful that you've shared that with us, and I think, like, this podcast has made me open my eyes more, you know, because we're learning more about each other, we're learning more about the world as we're doing research for our episodes, and I think, I don't know, the world, we are so small, we are so small, And the world is such a big place. And with our privilege, there's so little that we've experienced. And I don't know. I think what you've said, like we were saying, we were finally putting things into perspective. And I hope that with our podcast, people listening to this, that they're able to find that perspective too in our stories. So with this whole quarantine, we've grown so much. I've seen that through all of you guys. So I thought we should just go over and give ourselves, our past selves some advice. So what would you guys say to your past selves? I think go on more social outings. Like, I'm not a very social person, like I've said previously. So, like, I get invited to go st- stuff, and I'm like, no, I want to stay home. Like, I don't know. <laughs> But I think go out more because now I'm inside all day. And as much as it is like, oh, comfortable and whatever, because my introverted self, there are moments where I'm like, oh, dang, I wish I was with my friends in person. Like, I wish we could go to the mall and get boba and just randomly walk around, you know. So I think, I don't know, when we get back into more if, if the normal world, hopefully I can take more of those opportunities. Yeah, definitely. I feel like... I wish I had more opportunities to hang out with people because I feel like I've just been so starved of like interaction and I really wish I took more advantage of like some sense of like normalcy that we had before and that sort of vibe. I feel like I definitely wasn't as social and didn't take advantage of a lot of opportunities that now I can't do because of COVID so yeah. Me too. Like, I definitely would have gone out more, and I really regret, like, not um, living in the moment. I think, well, this is another deep topic, but I was having a hard time when I first moved here last year, and 
I was just constantly like online on my phone trying to I don't know like talk to my friends back home and just watching a lot of videos like just trying to escape from reality um but if I could go back or just give advice to my past self I would try to live in the moment because you know I had you guys I had like amazing friends that I could have hung out with even more so I think I definitely would have like tried to hang out with people more and just make more memories kind of like the rest of you guys were saying like just like for me it would be like enjoy your friends' company like i i made like a birthday video for lauren we all did that oh my gosh. um yeah oh, and yeah. i yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah i talked a lot in that video because like i realized i really took like time with friends for granted like i like i miss just being able to like hug my friends, be around my friends without worrying about, like, getting them infected or making, like, putting them in danger. And I told Lauren about this, like, passing people in the hallway was something that I, like, I took for granted. And I, like, like, I'm realizing now that, like, I, like, need that social interaction to kind of, like, be happy, you know? Like, when quarantine first started, I was, like, so sad because I was, like, I can't, I can't see my friends, and, like, my friends are, you know, the, like, the most important people in the world to me, because, like, I've never been close with my family, that's kind of changed a bit since we've been stuck together for a while, um, but, like, I, I don't open up to people very often, so it's really rare for me to find people that I, like, am genuinely comfortable with, and then I lost those people, and I realized, like, ugh, I should have enjoyed being with them more, like, I should have enjoyed their company more, like, been in the moment more, like, maybe it would have made the transition from that life to this life easier, because I had a lot of, like, regrets, and then, like, enjoying sports, because, like, I talked about this, too, I think, but, like, I love volleyball (laughs) a lot, like, it's so fun for me, and it has taught me a lot of things, and when I got to start going to practices again, I realized, like, I really missed this, like, I miss bonding with my teammates, and I miss, like, I don't know, like, being active and stuff, and I had to go without that for a while, so it, like, put me on edge, I think, like, I felt like I was missing out, even though everybody was, and then, like, loosening up, I think, because you guys know this, but I was, like, a huge germaphobe. I still am. It's gotten way worse. (laughs) That's a topic for another time, though, (laughs) but I wish I had, like, loosened up and been, like, a little less afraid to, like, get comfortable, you know? Because, like, when I was out and about, I was just thinking, oh, I got to wash my hands after this or something. I wish I didn't think like that because now that mindset has, like, I haven't been able, like, it was getting better and then it just got way worse. So I wish I had escaped that mindset so that the transition, again, would just be, like, easier. Because now I'm kind of, like, trapped in, like, my little bubble because I'm so scared to, like, be around stuff (laughs) that's, like, germy, you know? That makes, so like, so little sense. But it's just a big struggle of mine and I wish I had loosened up while I still could, because now I feel like it's kind of, like, survival. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But, yeah, I think just appreciating what's around me and who's around me and, like, being out and about, because that's something we can't really do anymore. And, like, like, the small things, like, sharing food and stuff, we can't do that, but, like, it's the small things, I think. Like, I miss it a lot, so I wish, like... 
I wish I had appreciated that more. So that would be like my advice to my past self would be like, appreciate everything while you can, you know? Okay, so those were our thoughts on how our first semester of high school has been with COVID. We'll probably do like an update for our next semester, next term, or like throughout our high school career. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and see you next time. Also, don't forget to check us out on Spotify and Google Podcasts at Rice and Shine and Instagram at Rice and Shine Podcast.